This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's go. I'm thinking mine might be different, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. Okay. At number five. The Bengals have beaten the Niners and Bills in the last two weeks. They are rolling. Joe Burrow is healthy. He is back. He leads the NFL in completion percentage. You can still find some value on Cincy to win the Super Bowl at 14 to 1. So at number five, I have the Bengals. Number four, had to do it for you, Joe. At yeah. number four. Restore the roar. I got the lions. (laughs) You can't ignore what they are doing. It's awesome to see the rebuild coming together. Dan Campbell, not only is he charismatic, but he's a great coach too. Lions only two losses guys were to the Seahawks. That one went to overtime second week of the season. Maybe the Seahawks were a little bit better than, than the Ravens. So they even beat the chiefs. Uh, I, at number three, I got the Chiefs, speaking of the Chiefs. So I've dropped them down a little bit, even though at the end of the day, come playoff time, I never want to bet against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. But, you know, it's just hard to ignore some their losses. You know, I can't put them one or two for that. The Chiefs are second in total DVOA, which is impressive. But uh, you lost to the Broncos? I mean, what was that? I just could not stomach putting them one or two for that L, even if he was sick, even if weird stuff happened. I got to dock them a little bit. This is this week. This is today. So I can't put them one or two just yet. All right, get an NFC team in there again. You know where I'm going, guys. Fly, Eagles, fly. So... Philly beat your boys by five. However, the Eagles were outgained. So I do have to be honest here. That really does concern me. They won, but were outgained by the Cowboys. So Eagles ranks 10th in total DVOA. I also can't wait to ask Aaron Achatz about that because that's also screaming hashtag fraudulent to me and does worry me however Mm -hmm. here they are nobody else in the nfc seems to be better than them right now i think it is pretty wide open so i went with the eagles at number two but if we go by dvoa if i went by that lions need to be higher and eagles need to be lower but maybe next week we'll look at that number one Gotta go to my backyard for this one. And no, I'm not talking about the Commanders. I'm talking about the Ravens. Plus 850 to win the Super Bowl. Baltimore outgained Seattle 515 to 151 last week. 
Ravens ranked number one in total DVOA, number one in offensive EPA, third in defensive EPA. They are beating their opponents by an average of 20 points during this four-game winning streak. The Baltimore Ravens are number one. So just to recap my amazing power rankings for you, <laughs> Ravens, Eagles, Chiefs, Lions, and Bengals. So, th so that's what I sound like. <laughs> Man, I'm annoying. <laughs> uh, can I ask right. a question yeah. first before I give mine, like a real quick one? Like, let's say <laughs> that the Eagles lost to the Cowboys, like, you know, really close foot game. Like, you know, let's say that final play turned out to be a touchdown for Dallas and the Eagles lost 320. Mm. How far would they have fallen in your power rankings? Maybe Ouch. four or five. Out. Out. They'd be out. Get them out. Yeah. Right. They're out. <laughs> right. They make you want to vomit. mine would be different. They make you want to oh. vomit. They make me happy. Oh, boy. That's one way to put it. That's one way to put it. Well, my four and five were not in your list at all. So uh, at least there's going to be some disagreement in the here and now. Good. And I get when we talk about power rankings, like the exercise is tricky because on the one hand, resumes matter. On the other hand, we're also trying to project forward to figure out, okay, which teams are going to be good down the stretch? What are the indicators that are telling us that, okay, maybe the record isn't spotless, but they're going to be good down the stretch. And that's why at number five, I have the Buffalo Bills. Really close here for me between the Ooh. Bills and the Cowboys. And I could make the case for either here, but ultimately it boils down to the quarterback position. And I give Josh Allen just a little bit of an edge over Dak Prescott. Allen has to be extraordinary for the Bills to shine because Buffalo has a lot of defensive injuries and it is showing and showing loudly. But look, in terms of the Allen to Stephon Diggs connection, that has had more completions than any other quarterback receiver duo in the NFL. The rushing attack boasts the highest success rate and having Allen's mobility helping Buffalo a lot here. So give me the Bills at number five. Number four, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Despite the losses the last few weeks, Brock Purdy is still among the league leaders in total EPA. Young quarterback is going to have some growing pains. This isn't like Brock Purdy is, you know, 29, 30 years old or something. It's just a second year in the National Football League. And so the expectations need to be adjusted just a little bit in terms of saying, is he going to shine for the rest of the year? I think he could be more than serviceable enough. The 49ers are getting healthier. That matters here, most notably with Debo Samuel. Trent Williams will return eventually. I think when the 49ers are healthy, we believe that they are a top five NFL team. So why not have them in the power rankings here? Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. And what's interesting about them is that there's not one thing that they do exceptionally better than the rest of the league. They're just simply complete. Maybe they're the most complete team in the NFL. So I think it's fair to have them uh, at number three here. Uh, Lamar Jackson isn't throwing into tight windows too often. Rushing attack is efficient, especially with outside the tackle runs. Pass defense features several clampdown studs and coverage. In-game coaching decisions are spectacular. You've got an outstanding coach in John Harbaugh. That matters here in terms of our power rankings. To me, I just want a few more weeks of consistency to have them at number one. I'm not ready to do that just yet, but definitely there is an uptick for the Ravens and I want to buy stock in them right now. 
Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles with a record like that. You got to have them high on the list. Uh, but top run block win rate or top run block win rate, rather, for ESPN. Several pass rushers at or near the top of the board and quarterback pressures, notably Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick. If you believe football is one in the trenches, then the Philadelphia Eagles are the team for you. And, oh, by the way, A.J. Brown might be the best receiver in football, so the Eagles are number two for me. And at number one, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? And, yes, the Chiefs do have a couple of blemishes uh, on the resume, but you can explain those away very easily. Uh, Meanwhile, where the offense may be lacking outside of the Mahomes-Kelsey connection, the pass defense is picking up the slack. This is an outstanding pass defense. Third highest defensive success rate, third fewest yards after catchover expected allowed, fifth lowest wide open target rate allowed, Pat Mahomes and company. You know what? They've gotten off to slower starts before. Go back to 2021. That was an even worse start for them. A lower passer rating and completion percentage over expected through nine weeks. And guess what? They still made the AFC title game, and that contest was close. They probably should have won it, probably should have gone to the Super Bowl. So I am not concerned that much about the slow start for this offense. They have more than enough time to pick things up. And so my list, Chiefs, Eagles, Ravens, 49ers, and Bills. Mm, I like it. All right, we're all different, so that makes for uh, for good conversation. And we are very different with the five spot. We have three different teams. And my five, neither of you guys have in, have in your rankings. And Aaron's five, neither me, me or Ed don't have in the rankings. And Ed's five, me or Aaron don't have in the rankings. So I find that really <laughs> interesting. It, it was a tough call, and I was debating between a few different teams. But at number five overall, I end up going to Miami Dolphins even after that loss that we saw on Sunday. Um, I'm buying stock in them, and I don't have questions about the offense at all. I don't think anybody does, and Tua's been healthy all offseason. We said, oh, what about Tua's health? What about Tua's health? Well, we're entering week 10, and that has not been an issue so far. Defense is getting better. We figured it would. More time under Fangio. Ramsey's been back for the last couple of games, and how's that defense looked? They gave up 21 to Kansas City. One was a defensive touchdown, and they gave up 17 against New England. It's been really good so far. Did consider teams like, uh, well, I won't even mention because I don't want to take away some of the other teams that I've ranked. But, yeah, even after the loss, I put the Dolphins number five. I'm not going to go too far on the whole – Oh, anybody that's good, they can't beat. They were in that game against Kansas City. They fought back after being down 21 nothing. didn't give up anything in that second half. So I'm going to give them a little bit of credit there. Number four, a team I'm more down on than you guys. You guys had them too. I put Philly four. Philadelphia Eagles are my fourth team. Hurts is hurt. How long is this thing going to linger? It's perfect time for them to uh, get a little extra rest, but this this was an issue at the end of last season. Is it going to continue to be a problem throughout the second half of the year? Now, when they come back from their bye, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle, if they go like 4-1 and one in that stretch and they're 12-2, and two, they're probably going to be number one in my power rankings. They're going to have an opportunity to, to jump up, but I e- even though... They have that 8-1 and one record. I, I think most weeks we sit here and we're like, 
Yeah, but it was kind of unimpressive in this fashion. And also defensively, not as strong as we thought. You can pass on this team. So that is a, a bit concerning. So I put Philadelphia fourth. I put Philadelphia as the second NFC team. Even though they've lost three straight games, I rank San Francisco ahead of them. I didn't think I would be the guy on the show that would have San Francisco highest, but here we are at number three overall. Trent Williams, Debo coming back. I don't think we should crush that offense for losing two of their best players during this streak. That's probably the biggest reason they've only scored 17 points during this three-game losing streak. Each game, they scored only 17. I expect that to change. I know it's a tough, tougher matchup here, but getting their all-world tackle, getting the Swiss Army knife and Depot back is going to be huge for this team. I still think San Francisco's a little better. I'm not going to worry about the record too much at this point. So San Francisco above Philly, San Francisco three. I put Baltimore number two. It was really close with one. I was going back and forth. Uh, but the deciding factor is if I'm running a sports book, am I making the Ravens the favorite today? And the answer is no. But, man, you look at some of the numbers that Aaron cited, and I get it. Point differential two by far number one. Uh, 35 better than second place in point differential. They're plus 115. Buffalo's plus 80. Like It is just a massive gap. And what people are saying now is, is this team top to bottom better than the 2000 Ravens? That's the conversation yeah. people are having right now. And they are clearly better at quarterback. We cannot deny that. So, I mean, that's going a little bit too far for me. Bit of an overreaction there. But I don't have a problem with you putting Baltimore number one. I put them number two. And uh, Kansas City rem remains number one. Look, they're 7-1 and one without Kelsey. That was a five-turnover Mahomes flu game that they lost. And it was in Denver, one of the toughest places to play. Again, if I had a sports book, the Chiefs would be my favorite. But the the offense, the receivers is a little alarming. And I'll remind everyone, people keep saying, what's wrong with the offense? What's wrong with the offense? Many people pointing the receivers. They're not wrong. I'll just remind you, Matt Nagy's there. <laughs> like he was he was the no, one they were they were yelling on the sideline getting into it. Yeah. And, and Matt Nagy was part of that. No, I did not include the Bengals. I did not include the Bengals. I need to see it for, for a longer period of time. We've seen it for mm -hmm. not even half the season so far. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No, I, I think, bottom line, I think Miami's better. Like, I would rather buy stock in Miami than Cincinnati at this point. Fair. I think Other for me, it was like yeah. looking at where we are this week, trying not to think about big picture, but I also kind of looked at, uh, you know, value in – tried to not go off like what the odds were for Super Bowl. So there's a lot, you know, that you can factor in here and it's fun. I love to do it. We all have different I, power rankings. I do find it interesting that none of us had the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, I entertained them at number five. They wound up, I think, being six for me. But I do find that interesting that here is a team that's definitely on an uptick. But because of what happened in that lone 49ers game, were really mm. apprehensive to consider them among the league's best. I almost put well, in Buffalo. Also DVOA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Buffalo too. And 
It's interesting. Yeah, it's a good conversation right now. It's a good time to go back to that. Absolutely. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.